Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look at this. All right. Host Sean Lennon here with... Pro Wrestling Enforcer right now, we welcome Dr. Keith Lipinski, who is producer of AAW Pro Wrestling. Everybody check out AAW right now. Go to AAW Pro. If you haven't already, make sure to check it out. Uh, great, a lot of great content on there. I've been uh, checking out myself. We've got a lot of great stuff on the YouTube channel. Also on the Facebook page, they announced their next event, Destination Chicago. Uh, it's completely sold out. So congrats on that. And we'll also take a look at their last event. Uh, I worked really hard on this one. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, we'll also look back at the Savages and Kings event and, you know, talk about some other events coming up as well. I know AEW has a big all-out weekend. This is getting kicked off by Destination Chicago. And so we'll talk about that impact as well. And, yeah, so talk about uh, Dr. Dr. Keith. If anybody doesn't know you, can you tell them a little brief a synopsis of who you are and how you're associated with AAW? Sure. I'm that tall, lanky character who runs around like a chicken with its head cut off, usually <laughs> at AAW shows. Uh, you might have seen me just going around either with a camera in my hand or outside that hand, giving uh, two sweets to Lance and the rest of the NWO branch. Uh, Basically, I've uh, now been with AAW. My God, has it been eight years? It feels, it feels like about 18 years. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, Sean. But in reality, I started in AAW in uh, 2013 and haven't looked back since. And my, my role in AAW is the executive vice president because I understand that's been a hot title since AAW started. So that's the title. Before that, I was a uh, director of new media, which was a pun on the show. Shane McMahon role that he had in WWE for a while. But basically, uh, I'm a producer over at AEW. Uh, basically, a lot of my job is the promos that you see on the screen, or if you check out on our Twitter at AEW Pro, a lot of those are me producing, directing, sometimes filming, other times basically telling the guy what to say and having him repeat it to me ad nauseum. Uh, working with great hosts that we've had, like uh, Marty DeRosa, Shara Joy Shockey, and now Kevin Kellum, who does a fantastic job for us. And it's sort of a, you know, I'm one of a few people that gets to plan these shows. And then when the show actually happens, it's my job to execute the show and make sure the show happens the way that we, of course, want it to be. And of course, that's... In, in pro wrestling, that's sort of a... It reminds me of, of theater but a lot sweatier. So like sweaty theater is how I like to refer to pro wrestling. But I mean, I, I'm basically a jack of all trades. If there's anything in wrestling that doesn't involve taking a bump or pretending I can't see anything because I'm a blind zebra referee, I've probably done it. I've done commentary. I've done press releases. I've done timekeeping. I've done producing. I've literally laid out entire shows. You name it. In professional wrestling behind the scenes, I've probably done it at one time or another. Definitely. And, you know, we're actually grateful that you are, you're doing great with AAW. 
So oh, I love I know, it. It's been the last, the last this year has been one of my favorite years in AEW. And some people might think that's very surprising. To me, it's not because in the past we had the cream of the crop, the best independent talent in the world. But the problem is we were dealing with their schedules and when they were available. Uh, over the last two years, because of everything that we've seen with the warehousing of talent in the WWE and talent getting signed to AEW, it's been harder to get that cream of the crop. So it's been something where it's not just us using the best independent talent that's available today, it's also us basically trying to find those diamonds in the rough, the new people that are out there. And that's one thing, if you sit there and say, Keith, how's your 2021 been in terms of AEW? I think the thing I'm most proud of is the fact that we have so much new talent in here and so much exciting talent and characters, not just guys and gals that can sit there and go and have great matches, but characters. Uh, you know, I, I think of, of talent like Mr. Ren Jones, who is just a marvelous, just a marvelous character. He's a talker. He in the ring, he he's very good, but it's something where his presence and his aura. Like, I, I know I'm doing this with my hands, but I'm, I'm hoping that you smell my aura, which of course you can't um, through these internet waves yet. Eventually, I think in 20 years, the smelly internet will happen. But I think of like, I think of a Ren Jones. I think of a Braden Lee and Jake Lander as a tag team. I think of Infamy, uh, the current AEW tag team champions. Like there's so much going on with new talent that's coming in and basically being, I don't want to say discovered by us because I know that they've worked other places in the past, but it's something where we like the idea this year, especially with the Alive series, which you can catch on the High Spots Video Network, of showcasing new talent that's out there. So it's been, it's been an awfully fun year because we've been able to take a lot more stories and do a lot more with the people that we have as opposed to, okay, we have uh, Penta for the next two shows then he's off for four shows and then it's sort of like okay i guess we'll just throw people a pentagon junior match and see what happens but now it's something where we can do long range planning and stuff like that and that's just that makes the whole process a whole lot easier definitely definitely yeah that's exciting and uh, the stuff you've been doing of alive that's really cool a lot of featured talent you know a lot of talent that may not have been featured otherwise they get a chance on your show so it's also like a bonus show for AEW as well. Yeah, it's something where I think we've enjoyed it because it's something where we're trying to give competitive matches against talent that may, maybe people don't necessarily know about and just sit there and see what happens. But it's something where someone does good on a live, they'll end up going on, you know, the main show in one way or another. Like I believe Ren Jones is going to be on the main show of Destination Chicago. Uh, the Ricos, <laughs> two of my favorite guys around, like it's something where Alive has sort of been their playground where they've had a lot of time to sit there and show us what amusing characters they are. You know, it's, it's something where we've had a great time with the Alive series. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, it was fun running in the, uh, going back to Villa Park and running in that little area, the Swap Mart, but it was something where, I'm glad we're still doing a live usually through most of the shows just to sit there and get it out and get a little bit extra, a little bit extra for, sure. you know, fans that want to sit there and see stuff that, you know, matches that are, are just intriguing to me. Like I think of all the talent that we've had on it, like it's a, you know, Storm Grayson, like there's so much great talent that's out there right now. It was funny, uh, you know, on Friday I was at the uh, AEW Rampage taping 
And during AEW Dark, there was multiple talents, both male and female, that have been on AEW Live. So for me, that's sort of like, okay, maybe maybe someone's watching AEW Live whose initials are TK and not my <laughs> friend, Tony Cannonberg. What's up, Tony? But uh, <laughs> like, it, it, it seems like the, the, the talent is out there right now. It's something where for a long time, you know, it was sort of, a, you know, there was so much wonderful independent talent to be had. And now there still is, the, those talents are out there. Those nuggets are out there. You just have to find them and hone in on them. And, and I think we definitely have. And talk about the last event, Savages and Kings. And did you think, it, why did you think it was so successful? I mean, you had, a, you know, competition from other promotions. You had competition from UFC that night. I think what helped there is uh, two words. Eddie Kingston was a big mm -hmm. help. Uh, I think the return of the King and then also sort of the mystery partner aspect of it, because it was something where, you know, people were like, you know, I got to the building, people were like, oh, who's the mystery partner? Who's the mystery partner? And someone actually, one of the people in that match didn't know that they were actually in that match until they got to the building and I mentioned it to them. So, you know, it's something where it, we wanted to sit there and definitely raise interest as opposed to sitting there giving out the full card. And it was something going into it. I knew that we were doing Jake something versus Shaft, who, I mean, that's that, that match was fantastic. It's available right now on the high spots video network, the best nine 99 in the business high spots video network. Uh, but uh, like, it's something where I think the biggest thing about that show was the fact that, you know, we had the return of Eddie Kingston and just a really, really great moment because you have to remember that Eddie started in AEW three months after I did. And I, I've known Eddie Kingston for, God, I don't want to date myself, but probably like 18 right. years or so. And it's something where I remember being at Russell Khan in 2013 you know, pulling him to the side after him and I had worked a car show and have him cut a promo to air at the next show that we had in Berwyn telling us how he was coming. So it was something where Eddie Kingston sort of was the guy that started the Renaissance era of AEW, if it were. So it's sort of where he was coming in. The independents were a very interesting point during that time and they were still good and it was really fun to watch. But it's something where once Eddie Kingston came in, that definitely helped raise the name of AEW. And then once Kingston came in with Fly In, we realized, well, okay, maybe we'll get some more guys and, and fly them in. And then yeah. next thing you know, good old Dr. Keith is running a van that can seat 15 people and filling it up every single show and just drawing so many people at our shows. So it's something where we went from being a local terror, a local promotion to actually trying to be a force on the independence. So, and I'm not never going to sit there and say that like, oh my God, we were the, the bomb, we are the shit because, you know, I think we're always trying to strive better. I mean, that, the thing is, you know, Danny Daniels, the owner of AEW, myself, uh, Trent, Rob, Mike Pekovic and everyone else, we're always talking, trying to sit there and figure out the best ways to run our shows and what we like and what we don't like. And the good thing is I think we each have such different perspectives about what we want out of pro wrestling. We might have a common theme overall, but it's something where we each bring our little perspectives and little insight into it and maybe stir it all together like the Hulkster. And then we make the most delicious cookies. No, uh, it's something where, you know, we're never, even, even after like great shows that we've had this year, like I think the last two shows that we've had, 
with Fred winning the belt from Mance and then this show. I think it's something where even though those shows have been great and we've been critically acclaimed by some fantastic reviewers, it's still, there's always going to be a part of us saying like, okay, this is what we can do better. Or, you know, like, you know, there's never, there's never been, I mean, even during the time where we were, you know, we drew once like 700 people to 115 Bourbon Street for uh, Penta versus Phoenix in a singles match. And I remember even that night saying, wow, we had so many people. And I think we also did uh, Sammy Callahan versus Tommaso Ciampa that night. Even with all that stuff going on, there were still things about that show that we wish we could change or things. And, and we deal with it. We don't sit there and be like, oh, God, like, I can't believe this happened. But it's something where that's something the drive is in there and the passion is still there. And, and the passion is still there for guys like Danny and Mike, who have been around since, uh, you know, Moses. I mean, they, Danny was probably promoting during that time. I kid, uh, I'm, I'm three years older than Danny. So that, that makes it a lot more funny. Um, but yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's uh, an exciting time right now. And we're back at the Logan Square Auditorium, which is my fa- one of my favorite buildings in the world, one of my favorite places to play. I mean, it's something where, God, in 2011, was it 2011? I, I forget the years because I'm old now, but it was something when Chikara, Chikara originally had a show in Streamwood, Illinois. Okay. And that was like the first time that like I ever like, you know, got the building and like did like basically pretended to be promoter for the first time, you know? But then it was something where when they come back, they wanted to come back somewhere else. Previously, I would I did an MC role at a roller derby event at Logan Square. And I remember reading about that they PBR, the lovely beer, uh, did a wrestling event at the Logan Square Auditorium. So I remember calling, I remember being at work and calling the Logan Square on the phone and being like, hey, my name's Keith Lipinski. I, I work for Chicago for Wrestling. Uh, I would like to run a wrestling show in your building. And I remember the first show there and just the, just the feeling of, wow, this is a fantastic room for wrestling. And then we didn't run there for a while. Like AEW did not run there until the Windy City Classic. And it was the, the first year with uh, Pentagon and Phoenix when uh, I think we did Phoenix and Tommaso Ciampa. And then we did uh, Hero, uh, <laughs> Hero Zero for the first time with Chris Hero versus Pentagon Jr. And that was the first time that AEW was ever at Logan Square Auditorium. So like me personally, I have a very big affinity for the venue and I love the venue. And I think really as the thing with me was always Logan Square was the great building to have wrestling shows at, wrestling matches, much like the Berwyn Eagles Club, which will be back in October. Right. It was an atmosphere room. Low, uh, 115 Bourbon Street was a room where you would have the brawls and the people fighting around because the crowd didn't necessarily know how to, how to react. But every show that we've run this year, I've been incredibly happy in how great the crowd is. I don't know if it's just they haven't seen live wrestling in a while or maybe we're just doing something really right where they're cheering and it doesn't feel like there'd be times where Danny and I would look at each other during the show and just be like, oh God, this crowd just isn't into it anymore. But like this year, it's been marvelous. So kudos to all the members of the AAW family for coming out to those shows at 115 Bourbon Street, masking up and just having a great time. So definitely. Yeah, exciting. Especially when you looked at that women's match, that was really exciting. Like how aggressive they were from the get-go. 
it was it was I, I believe case slow of uh, voices of wrestling put it best where it uh, you know it over delivered big time because it was something where we just weren't sure what we sometimes you put three people in a match and that sort of dilutes it but it, it made it great and all of them sky blue jody threat and christy james all looked awesome during the course of it and like you know there were some snags i mean it's something where at times i wish that we had a camera like a bar camera set up yeah. because if i'm watching at home on fight i'm not necessarily seeing all of this but it's something where that's you know like i said before it's 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 not the glass full it's not the glass half empty it's not what we're doing well it's what can we improve on here at AEW? And but uh, yeah, the women's match I thought last time was great. The four-way uh, for this shot at the Heritage Title coming up uh, on September second at Destination Chicago was awesome. Like I, I'm a big fan of all four of those guys. I think Jossie, I would just like Jossie just to do audiobooks and just cut promos because if I sit there and say, "Hey, Josh, cut me a promo for an hour," I bet he could. I bet he could read a grocery list. And make it tremendously entertaining. Uh, Davy Vega being a little swarmy, I, I enjoy that character greatly. The sex executioner, as I like to call him, and then uh, Hakeem Zayn is such a underrated talent right now in this business. And Ace Austin is just so great. Like he is just such a. It's been great watching him progress in his time in AAW. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to use the words ring general because I don't want Walter to chop him anytime soon. But <laughs> like Ace Austin is getting to that level, and then I think him. And uh, Hot Fire Myron Reed, another guy who has been with us for a very long time and just has continued to be such a pro. I remember, God, when Myron first started with us, I remember trying to do a promo with him and it took so many takes. And I'm, I'm a very patient person because I believe in repetition and I believe the sure. more you do things, the better you get at them. So it's something where I want to work with him and stuff like that. The last four promos I've done with Myron, have only been one or two takes where he just knows it. He knows his character. He knows what he wants to say. And he's thinking about it right now. He's gone from being a guy who within the ring, you could still some tell with some new guys that they're thinking about the moves they're going to be doing next and not necessarily selling right. or sitting there and doing what they need to do. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of a lot of our roster. Like that's one of the things I really like right now. Not, not that I was ever like, do we have him? I mean, there were, there were certain cases. I'm not going to mention mm -hmm. them on the show because I don't want a big newspaper headline like Dr. Oh. Keith, this is this talent and that talent. Because honestly, like, you know, they're, they're basically putting their bodies on the line uh, to entertain us, uh, you know, on a regular basis. So I'm not going to sit there and take, you know, uh, do, derail anyone's push for my feelings on stuff because I have none, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Savages and Kings was a great, I think, I think the main event of Savages and Kings was one of my favorite AEW matches of the last few years, just because I think, I think, I mean, Matt Fitchett has gotten the best damn shape of his life and he is no longer the bestie in the world. He's his own man. And that right. progression has been great. And he looked so good during the course of that match when him and Fred were rolling around in the first few minutes of it, like, you know, it was, it was awesome. The interaction with Stallion Rogers, who I'm very happy is back and Fitchett and also with King was also very, very good. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic wrestling. And it's, that's something that we've been doing a lot this year at AAW. So between, you know, yeah. when I think of the main events that we've done, yay high and, uh, you know, you got Yehi and Mance in the cage, which I thought was brutal and also quite enjoyable. 
And I thought their first match, you know, unfortunately I was moving that day. And I remember being in this room before I decorated it and watching it on uh, fight and just being like, is he really taking Mance's blood and writing his name into the canvas? I was just like, wow. whoa, that's, that's something. But then like Jake, some, speaking of something, Jake something and Mance Warner was another great title match. So it's been, it's been a fun, it's been a fun ride so far this year in AEW. So and I, I'm looking forward to the stuff we got come up, not only the destination Chicago, but October defining moment. And then the end of October, we have three huge shows at the Berwyn Eagles club. We have the Jim Line Memorial Tournament, which I think we have seven or eight names announced, including Daniel Garcia, Schaff. I mean, just uh, like uh, both of the besties, Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega are going to be in it. Uh, and then we also have an afternoon show on Saturday uh, with Thunder Rosa on it and recently announced Eddie Kingston will be on that show. So like there's a lot of there's a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. And then the traditional Thanksgiving time show that we'll be doing. And then also uh, Christmas. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, there's a, a nice run of shows that we've had so far this year. And I think it's just going to keep on expanding until the end of the year. Definitely. And you see like a lot of, a lot of new fans come through like fans that haven't been through here before. And then they're like, Oh, maybe they came from like uh, Michigan because they want to see Allison K or they came from Ohio and you know what I mean? Stuff like that. They just have to get through. It's, it's through. nice to see that. And especially, especially it's something where I feel that, you know, while we might be still big and might have, you know, write-ups in the Observer and great websites and stuff like that, we still are a Midwest-based promotion. And we've gotten definitely a decent amount of talent from throughout the Midwest. Like one of my favorite acts is uh, uh, Diamond Cut Ace Perry and Xavier Walker. Like big Xavier uh, can talk and he's huge. And Ace Perry is such an unlovable person. Uh, just he does, he does a wonderful, Ace does a magnificent job of getting under people's skin. And that's really all you could ask for in a person. So, but I mean, they're both, they're, there's a huge conglomerate of, car, of, a, of cars that come in from Michigan. You know, you mentioned Allison Kay, the current reigning AAW Women's Champion, who will be facing Jody Threat on September 2nd. Like that's another great talent right there. And it's some, something where she had a purpose for being there. She was in a tournament for this title and she wanted it. And she finally won it uh, uh, against Chris Statlander uh, two shows ago. So it's something where, you know, she's been a great talent. You have the Missouri car that we have. I mean, it's something where, you know, while we're not, you know, basically doing the independent wrestling dream matches, we're getting pretty close with the talent that we're using. And we have a lot of great talent that's driving in. So it's, it's a win-win it's a for everybody because it's helping them. It's helping us. It's helping everybody. It's helping you, Sean. It's helping your enjoyment. Well, of course. Yeah, definitely. Helping the BWE as well. And we got the matches like Laredo K versus Aris. So, you know, you got that great talent from Mexico that's going to be here. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. that I, I, you know what I like? I like the idea that we're not doing a lucha tag. I like the idea of just a straight one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. lucha libre match because I think both those guys are just such great talents. I mean, Laredo Kid is just such a fantastic wrestler and such a wonderful performer and has beautiful braces. Oh, did I say that out loud? Never mind. But no, no, Laredo Kid and Ace Perry had a match a few months ago and Ace was worried about it. Like Ace, because this was a big big test race and he delivered on it and it was awesome so it's something where him and Ares and Ares is something where I feel that he is you know when you think of like Black Taurus and him those are the upcoming up and coming lucha guys out there so it's good to sit there and see them and it's something where we like 
we like an element of Lucha Libre on our shows. We like the little bit, you know, someone once talked about wrestling being like flavors of ice cream, but then it got canceled. So we won't talk about that. But it's something where I like a mixture. I like different things that I like to see. I like good tag team wrestling. I like to see a nice, you know, women's matches. I don't mind intergender. Like I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm for all of this. I'm all for the different styles. And I think the different yeah. styles sometimes make a wrestling show. Like think of uh, Takeover a few days ago. That Walter and Ilya match yes. was dynamite because number one, it's the only match the WWE has done that's been like that. That basically are two guys going all out that aren't being federized, as I like to call it, where they're just basically right. being themselves, basically killing each other. So stuff like that. I, I enjoy a good strong style of fight. I enjoy a big hoss battle. I enjoy it all. Just give it all to me. Definitely. Definitely, man. And then you got also Juice Robinson who's coming through as well. Good old Juice. Joliet's yeah. own. Yes, I'm excited to see him and Manders. I think that's going to be a very good, a very good prestigious match for the one called Steve Manders. Because I think it's something where, you know, Manders, former AEW tag team champion with Matt Justice, a member of the second gear crew, it's something where he hasn't necessarily had that shine as a singles. And he's definitely going to get it with Juice, someone that knows very well about the, you know, like a Japanese strong style, but also is based here and, you know, originally from the, the great state of Illinois. So that's a, that's another dynamite match, but we announced this week and I was surprised we announced it because I, I, I'm very happy we announced it, but we are doing Davey Richards versus Daniel Garcia, which is just like a, like, it's just a, a jaw hitting the ground. Like, wow, like that is something. And, and then I look at the rest of the talent for the show, the matches that we haven't announced yet. We haven't announced the match for Fred Yehai. We haven't announced the match for Josh Alexander. You know, there's a bunch of talent on the show that we haven't, the AAW Tag Team Champions, haven't announced the match for those guys yet. And I'm not saying that's going to be a match, guys. So please don't read between the lines because it won't be. But uh, but like, you know, you have guys like Stallion Rogers. You got guys like Jake something. We also have the fact that this is going to be, you know, a sellout show at the Logan Square Auditorium. It's going to be the first time that we're live on fight. Uh, no, we've been live on fight. Never mind. Let's scratch that part of it. But like, it's going to be live on fight and it's going to be awesome. Like, I'm so excited about this. Nice. And it's just, it's, it's something where there's a lot of great wrestling that's going to be happening in Chicago that weekend. And it's something where we're making sure that Thursday night at Logan Square is something that people will be talking about and people will be talking about for a long period of time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you meant, you just went through the list and, you know, Myron Reed versus Ace Austin for Heritage title too. You announced that. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, both those guys. Both those guys yeah. have something where anytime they've wrestled before, like I remember talking to Myron about it, and he was excited for this match because he was like, wow, this is, you know, this is something where him and I both have grown up sort of in the wrestling business. And it's something where, the matches that we do now are going to be different from the matches that we had maybe even a year ago, just because they've had that seasoning. Like Myron, Myron is almost like, uh, you know, Myron has gotten to that point where he is someone that's been in that locker room for a number of years. And he's definitely learned very well from a number of people within it. So. Definitely. That's going to be an exciting match too. I mean, you just got a loaded card already and we don't even know the full card yet. So <laughs> we're just anticipating. There's a lot of mystery. 
I'm telling you, Sean, there's a lot of mystery that I have for it. And, and, <laughs> and I write some of this. So it's, it's something where I, I, I believe that we're meeting at some point this week uh, in an undisclosed bunker where we basically have like the Charlie Kelly wall with all the directions and everything else for what we're going to do and what we're going to plan. But we're going we're gonna to make it memorable and we're going to sit there and make it fun because I mean sure. in general in general as much as I love dumping on pro wrestling and there's a lot of stuff to dump on pro wrestling the idea of pro wrestling and the idea of running shows is to have fun and to make sure that people have a good time it's not to sit there and just pop pop Keith it's to pop every single one of those people right. that are in the dance and you know you're not going to pop all them all but I mean it's something where a lot of times I think of an idea and then the first thought I have is okay how stupid is this idea? Because that's usually the first. It's it's almost like that. They get the mouse trap game. It's sort of a right. okay. We got to make sure we get here and here, and then all of a sudden the mouse trap uh, gets down on the little mouse. So, but it's something where we're just very excited. We've been thrilled with the responses our shows have gotten so far this year, and just feel that it's something where we're going to build off that going into Destination Chicago, and then going into all the events we have in the month of October. Because we have four. We have four shows in October. That's a wow. that's a lot of shows. Like you know, that is a whole lot of shows. And then uh, you know, obviously, we talked about Allison K, Jody Thread, and you know how how much impressive you were by Jody Thread, right? She's great. She is she is very good. And and the best thing about it is she with with the quarantine and everything else that's gone on. You don't necessarily know how someone will come back, but Jody came back pretty strong where she did little things that I just absolutely loved. I mean, Jody, Jody was someone that we were using and planning on using most of last year. And it's something sure. where, you know, like she had a, a title match against Chris Statlander last year at the Art of War, which was our February event, also available on the High Spots Video Network. Like it's something where Jody has been out there for a while. And it's something where during the time off, she definitely seemed to better herself you know, like, and, and improve on the game. And that's been a great thing to see. It's, it's, it's been great to just see people that I didn't get to see for how long, you know, mm -hmm. like the first few live shows that we did, the, the live shows we did last year were just, it was nice just to be in a room with people that I care about that I haven't seen in a while. So sure. it's something where, okay, this is nice. I mean, we couldn't have, we couldn't have a ton of people there. I mean, it was at 115 Bourbon Street, so at least everything was pretty spread apart and stuff like that. But it's something where I, I, I feel in general that we're riding that hive right now. And I, I just don't think it's in ring. I think it's outside the ring. You look at the videos that uh, Polish Rob has done for us, like they're films. They're not, not just little promo videos or something like that, like a 30-second piece. Like we're talking, you know, I did, oh, yeah. uh, I did the interviews for two of them on the last show. And it's something where I was not used to yeah, I mean, I used to interview people on my own podcast, but these are something where it was thrown at me. It's like, hey, I need you to interview Kingston. Hey, I need you to interview Fitch. It was like, okay, let's sit there and roll and let's sit there and make something out of something. So Rob has been a extra excellent provider. Uh, we also have the AEW Women's Show that uh, John is doing, and I forget John's last name. I apologize, but all this stuff can be found on our YouTube channel, AEW Pro, and both of those things have been just great. Where he's basically been specializing the ladies of, of I was about to say ECW, I don't know why, but uh, of, <laughs> of AEW, um, AEW. Wow, that's that's a, that's the problem when you're in a promotion that's one letter <laughs> different from your favorite one. So it just it, it just happens. <laughs> it happens um, to me too, but like. 
<laughs> but both John, John and Rob both are doing great work. And like our, even our announcing team that we have this year, uh, Joe Dombrowski is just been, God, just an encyclopedia knowledge and a guy that gets there early and spends his time talking to each and every talent that's out there. He's someone that will hit me up probably in the next 24 hours asking for uh, videos of the last three live shows. So you can watch those and basically figure out what he's going to say. And he is, he is a marvelous professional wrestling announcer. And Tyler Volz has always been a very lively, uh, lively man. So together, I think they really put in a very good, you know, I think, I think those two guys together have done a marvelous job in getting storylines across and getting uh, characters across. So I, I really just, it's been a happy time working with them, working with our production crew. It's just been marvelous. And it's just been, it's been a fun time. And honestly, wrestling's supposed to be fun. So it's good that we're actually having fun doing it, you know. And why do you think the show is going to kick off all that weekend and be the most talked about? I, I think, I think the match that we've had so far are good matches, very solid matches and something where I get tagged in tweets. So I get to see them blow up, which is sort of nice. Uh, it's something where the Daniel Garcia, uh, Davey Richards match announcement last night, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So that was Monday was huge. Let just blow up big time. And it's something where, you know, juice Robinson and Mander or Manders that also blew up. So it's, and it's something where also, you know, the, Pro wrestling right now is sort of you put a match up on Twitter and you hope people like it. And that's how we announce matches now. It's not sitting there doing videos for stuff. In some cases it is, but it's something where, you know, I think people will be talking about it because of the talent that's on the show, because the talent that's on the show is some of the best unsigned or signed to another promotion uh, talent that's out there right now where it's something where I think the talent roster speaks for itself and it speaks volumes, you know? And also I think being there in that building in that Logan square building, is going to be very, very special. And also it's something where, you know, dynamite kicks it up, kicks it off next Wednesday. We have Thursday, yes. we're taking the ball and we're hopefully uh, going to sit there and do a slam dunk. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, I'll make sure that John, the, uh, the general manager of the Logan Square Auditorium doesn't have a microphone, so he doesn't suck the wind out of the crowd, <laughs> telling them not to do shit with chairs. Uh, yeah, it's it's something where it's going to be nice to see, nice being back in that room. Like that's the thing where that room just has, you know, it has. I have a personal connection to that room just because of how many shows I've run in there, and it's something where that that room holds a great deal of importance to me. Like it's it's. Uh, a very special place to me. And I think also to Chicago Pro Wrestling. And I think because of the people that have worked there that have gone on to other places, that room means a lot to them as well. Because when that room is fired up and when that room is on and electric, you like you think of some of the moments that you've had in there. The young punk, uh, the young bucks uh, showing up uh, a few years ago. Like that was, that was a moment. Like that was like electricity. Uh, ACH coming back from the WWE and tagging with uh, yes, the best sure. in the world versus uh, the killer cult. Like there, there has been a lot of great moments that we've had in that building. Like, you know, I think of, you know, some of my favorite matches that we've ever run in AEW have been in that building, like uh, uh, Trevor Lee versus Chris Hero 
uh, was at that building. So it's something where there has been such, it, that building just has a certain place in Chicago wrestling history and I'm here for it. And I think people are gonna be talking about it because I think it'll be a newsworthy show just because of the fact that the matches that we have announced and the stuff that we don't have announced. We don't, the, the one thing about AEW is if it was up to me, we'd probably announce all matches. Danny is sort of like, because he was like me, sort of raised on the ECW formula where, you know, the names will bring you in, but you won't necessarily know what they're doing until you get there. And that's when it happens. And that's when the storylines happen. And that's when it's sure. time to shine. So, you know, it's something where when I mentioned I was surprised about Danny Garcia and uh, Davy Richards, it was because I wasn't sure if we were going to announce anything else for the show. But it, I, I'm very glad we did because that was something where that was sort of hard to keep secret from people, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like that was something where it was such a such a marquee matchup where it was just something like, oh, my goodness, Davey's back. And, you know, he's going to be facing the, basically the talk of the town when it comes to independent pro wrestling like that. That's that's a match. That's a moment. That's something that's very, very good. And that's something that we should savor and enjoy. So I think those are the reasons why that I'm so hyped about this and people will be talking about it, I think, throughout the whole weekend, hopefully. You know, it, yes. it's, it, there's some stiff, there's a lot of stiff competition going on that weekend. So who knows? I mean, it could be like some, sometimes you have a show and it's something like, uh, like the old adage about a tree falling in the forest. Like if you ran a show and no one's talking about it, did your show actually happen? But I think, I think there'll be enough buzz and newsworthy and hopefully people covering the show where it's something where people will be talking about this. And then basically also leading up to, you know, three humongous shows that we're having back at Berwyn, back, back in the place where all this was created. And I mean, life itself. No, but I mean, the yeah. place where AAW was created, where it became professional wrestling redefined, the home building of AAW for so long. We'll be back there for the first time in God. I can't even remember the last time. But yeah, I, I was so much better in dates when I was young, but like it's been a, yeah. it's been, it's been a, it's been a spell since we've been back at Berwyn and uh, we're excited to go back there and, and that's going to be a big huge weekend of pro wrestling where for us so we're looking forward to it and we can't wait definitely man well you, you ran down everything for aaw so man <laughs> i appreciate it no problem like I, like I said you know everybody check out hell half no fury the jim lyman memorial tournaments those are happening in october uh hell half no fury that's hoping the uh end of uh end of september right Yes, that's happening. Uh, no, that, that's happening. Uh, October. God. That is happening at the end of October, I believe. Okay. Like it's something where the Jim Lineup tournament is on a Friday, Saturday, and the Hell Half No Fury is going to be a Saturday afternoon. And that's going to have oh, uh, the names announced so far for that are Allison Kay, Thunder Rosa, uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, Jody Threat, I believe, was also announced for recently. So it's something where usually. You know, it's something where we have a big tournament. I mean, obviously a 16 person tournament. So a lot of the matches that weekend are going to be tournament based, but it's something where this will be not tournament based matches that we want to run and just emphasis on people that aren't in the tournament. So we're, lo we're looking forward to it. So it's going to be a, just a, a busy weekend. It's basically already, I think I blocked off that weekend from my family and the Google calendar letting them know, sorry, I'm, I'm booked. I'm booked for AAW. Right. That's October 29th and 30th for Jim Lina Memorial. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to sit there and be on multiple screens and sort of being like, oh, hold on. Oh, no. 
Hold on. Oh, it's Dave Meltzer. No, uh, like, you know, <laughs> no, I, I wanted to make sure that we had everything out of that. Yeah, for so, sure. And, but yeah. and then what was your reaction to CM Punk returning? I'll leave my last question for you. I uh, it was awesome because I knew I'd get free ice cream out of it. No, it was it was it was marvelous. It was really well done. I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, I've known punk for a very long time. Uh, and it's something where it was nice to see him happy and engaged in what he was doing. So like that to me was was a very cool sight. And it just it leads to a lot of excitement with AEW. Uh, because the fact that there are so many potential marquee matches, and I think him and Darby is going to tear down the house. And I think I think anyone that has a ticket to All Out should be incredibly just thanking their lucky stars because I think that show is going to kick some major booty. I mean, it's no, it's not going to be Destination Chicago though. Of course, on Thursday night, available on Fight TV. Definitely check it out. But I know I think I think I think All Out is looking great, and I'm happy to see him back. You know, it seems like. Yeah. You know, it's it's sometimes the thing you love the the most. Sometimes you hate. I mean, that goes with anything. But a lot of times that goes with pro wrestling, where it's something where you feel that there's no way out, and it's something where wrestling can sort of get stagnant after a while. But it's something where I think AEW has done a great job in reviving people's love of professional wrestling again because it is different than what is currently out there. You know. Having been said that, I mean, the, the, the highlight of the show was all the people that I work with in AEW faming me, saying that they wouldn't be working dark and then seeing them on dark. So that was good, where it became sort of a, a you know, it was with someone that doesn't necessarily go to our shows. And almost during every match, it's like, oh, yeah, she worked our show two months ago. Oh, yeah, she, he works regularly for us. He works regularly on a different tag team, you know, like, you know, so, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Like I'm going to be going to dynamite and I'm also going to all out and I'm looking forward to it. Like it's something where it's good to go to a show and be a wrestling fan and not sit there and yeah. have to worry about 20 or 30 promos that you have to get or what's going on within the ring or making sure a run and happens properly or making sure that refs are available just in case someone gets pulled off or there's an emergency and all that, or the Ricos are sneaking in the back again, you know, you name it like, uh, you name it, like there's there's a lot, always a lot of stuff going on. Right. There's a lot of moving pieces in pro wrestling. And at the end of the day, when you're at Superdog enjoying a delicious hot dog, you're just hoping that people are enjoying the show and watching the show and telling their friends because this is not a, we are not a, a multinational corporation by any stretch of the means here at AEW. You know, we're oh. something where this is a passion project. This is a, a break even as it were, but it's something where the passion is there because of the guys that are behind it and the talent that's in the ring. So please go on fight, order the show. It's gonna be great. Please do, because if you order it, I probably will make more money in the long run. So for my sake, uh, so I can buy some more all Japan collectibles, please buy Destination Chicago. If you've never, if, you, if, if you've seen the AEW shows before, you know what our product is like. Yeah. You already know what you're going to get yourself into. But if you haven't, like, it's a different style of professional wrestling. You know, it basically brings back similarities of early Ring of Honor, of ECW during the heyday. You know, you name it. There's a lot of greatness going on in that ring. And there'll be a lot of great, a lot of greatness happening at Logan Square on Thursday night. It's a very special Thursday night. Uh, 
uh, September 2nd. So please, please join us because without you guys, we're just some guys running a show. And, and that's fine. I mean, that's great. It's going to be a great show, but it's something where, you know, I, I think it's something where we sort of at times in professional wrestling have the new car syndrome where it's sort of like, hey, look at this new car. It's great. Oh, it's great. And then you get the car and you're just sort of like after like two days, you're just like, yeah, it's a car. You know, it, right. it, it gets me from one place to the other. It's transportation. AEW Pro is not transportation. AEW Pro is a gateway to something great. So please check it out. Definitely, if you do not subscribe to AEW On Demand or definitely go to High Spots because you can watch, God, I think all 10,000 AEW shows are available on iSpots. Uh, definitely all the episodes of Live are out there. And then usually the turnaround from our shows being on Fight to There is usually a couple of weeks. So like right now, if you wanted to see the last show, which was the uh, 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 the Savages and Kings, or Kings and Savages, or however you want to slice it up, that's available right now. So for literally $9.99, you could sit there and watch all the content that we've pumped out this year. You can go on YouTube and watch all Rob and John's awesome videos, and you can get ready for what's going to be a huge event at Logan Square. And then of course the stuff going on later on uh, in October with the uh, Jim Lina Memorial Tournament and also Hell Have No Fury. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I I'm surprised I'm, you know, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm enjoying our run right now where it's not become a chore, it's not become a hassle. It's, it's not become like, a, you know, like a few years ago, it was something where uh, we're running another show. Oh, I got to go back to LaSalle. Not that I, I love LaSalle and I hope to be back there shortly. But now it's something where this is, this is a very exciting time. You know, this is a time that I hope to be talking about many years in the future once I have dementia. So. Awesome. Well, Dr. Keith, I appreciate you, everybody, check it out. Coming to you live September 2nd, we got AAW Destination Chicago on Fight TV. Make sure to be there. If you have tickets, I'll be there. I got tickets, so I'll see you, Dr. Keith. I appreciate you uh, being on Pro Wrestling Enforcer today. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to do this because yes. unfortunately life happens sometimes. And, and Sean and I literally have been playing tag for a very long period of time where it's something yeah, where like we were originally going to record this last week on the Thursday before dynamite, but I had some friends that were in town right. and it was something where I was hanging out with those friends. And it was something where I didn't want to be like, hold on guys, I got to go record a podcast no for an hour. Be right, be right back. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. So luckily we were in an area that had a delightful pool. So I could have done it in there and had the most marvelous echo during it. But uh, but no, seriously, Sean, thank you. And thank you for everyone watching uh, on, on this fine, fine podcast. And it's been my pleasure. Excellent. Can you do me one uh, favor and do a little shout out for me? Sure thing. Okay, let me end. Uh, how would you like my pot? How would you like this pro wrestling enforcer shout out to be? Like, would you like me to be fired up? Do you want me to be like maudlin? Because I, I could, you're listening oh, whatever to you the think. pro wrestling. No. <laughs> uh, lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.